When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It is Wednesday. It's hump day, March 22nd. Uh, I've been on YouTube spouting off. Um, so I, I'm you know, just looking at stuff. Today's Fed day. My, my guidance for everybody is play some lunch money if you want to. Uh, do not make big moves before 2 o'clock. We don't know what's going to happen. Uh, there's one of two things. The expect, expectation, and I think it's in the 80%, is that he will go a quarter point. Uh, remember, Powell could go 0.12. I mean, he could throw a complete curveball and go completely off-brand and maybe go 0.1. I don't think he'll go like 0.8 or something like that. Um, but he could go 0.25, and that's what's expected. Uh, if he goes to zero and halts, I think there's one of two things that will happen. I think you'll see an initial burst where people get excited, and then I think uh, you'll see a, a oh shit, uh, what's happening? What do they know that we don't know in the banking system? And I think that's where I'm looking at. When I look at the S&P and SPY in, in particular, uh, I'm seeing that 4,000 is a resistance level. And remember, resistance, once it passes through there, becomes support. And 4,000 has been pretty much where you've seen it kind of bounce up. You can see right here, we get to about 410 or so, but then we kind of push down and you get to that 4,000 level. We are above the 200 day. So Powell can either move this market up where we go to the 420s uh, or he'll push the market back down to the 380s. And that's kind of where I think the trading range is. If you just look at since October, We've gone from 360 up to about 420. Um, and that's been kind of, it depends on where you draw, draw the trend line. If I were to take a trend line and draw it from this low to and touch three points, we're right there. Now, if I take uh, it from the high point and I say, are we in a downward trending market? Well, you're making uh, lower highs. So again, this, this intersection is about 400 for SPY. So we're just in this no man's land where we don't know what it's going to go. We're waiting on uh, you know, the, the, the Fed to tell us exactly where it's going to go. Uh, but if you read in the Facebook group the, uh, the, the, the 10 tips, one of the tips is to start on the weekly and determine the trend there. Well, the trend right now, 50 day is down. It's still down. You know where the trend on the 200-day long-term? It's still up. So you've got this 9 and the 21 kind of just crossing over. But in the long-term, we're still in an upward-trending market. We've just hit the 200 kind of back in October. Uh, we broke through it. The only other time that you broke through it was COVID. So I would expect us to continue to go up uh, from a long-term perspective. But am I putting new money into play today? Not unless I find a great deal. Uh, I listened to yesterday a fantastic 
podcast, my first millions podcast with A. Pompliano um, about Bellagi. And if you don't know Bellagi, uh, I'm showing you his Twitter here. He is well known for calling out the, uh, the COVID crisis um, and calling it out in January and pretty much dialing in uh, exactly what would happen over the next three months. Then he's very well known for calling what would happen over the next two years. He's been super, super spot on. Uh, he has been, now, everyone gets it wrong from time to time. He has been very good, not always dialing it down to the day, uh, but he's been very good at guiding you where, where it's going. What did he say? Well, he said, uh, Balaji, uh, he bet. That within the next 90 days, Bitcoin will be $1 million. Um, that seems like a crazy bet. Now, he bet $2 million. The real question is, what's this guy worth? If you want to listen to this, this podcast, it's in two parts. The first part is what you want to listen to. I don't think I'm all the way through the second part. But the first part is really what you want to listen to. It is an unbelievable podcast. Um, Sam and, and, and Sean sit there and kind of listen to it. Uh, they pipe in with a couple of great things and, and funny things. But listen to that podcast if you want to get the bejesus scared out of you uh, about the economy. Essentially, what Balaji is saying is hyperinflation is going to take over. And if you don't think that hyperinflation is, is happening today, look at Argentina. Uh, look at some of those South and Central American countries. Um, look at some portions of Africa where people don't keep the current currency because it swings by 20% in a day. Uh, you know, you can go out and buy a, a loaf of bread for a dollar one day, and then the next day, all of a sudden, that loaf of bread is $20. That's what's called hyperinflation. So Balaji is saying while the, uh, the central banks or manipulating currencies and printing more money, and they're going to have to do this, and the inflation is going to take over, and blah, blah, blah. He's saying, um, hey, Bitcoin, we're not going to print more Bitcoin. So it's probably going to you know, a, a million. Uh, he has put money into Bitcoin, $2 million. If it goes to a million dollars, he is the richest man in the world, blah, 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 whatever. Um, you just don't know how much he has. He probably has $100 million in Bitcoin right now. So if he even goes down to 10000 I mean, you know, the $2 million that he put in there, who knows what it's worth. The guy's got more money than he'll need for the rest of his life. He's perfectly fine. But it's an interesting scenario. So how do you trade this one? Well, uh, GB, according to our algorithm, GBTC has been a buy since 11. It's at 16 right now. I don't know if this is one that you want to buy. Uh, my personal opinion is as Bitcoin goes up, Mara, the miner, is probably the way to play this. Uh, 745 was the buy-in here on March 14th. These guys are not making money. They're making less. They're losing less than they were before. So I, I do think that this is a $10 stock. It's at 883 right now. I, you know, again, it's a little bit expensive. You're going to have to go along for the ride because you can see in March, this was a $4 stock. So if we bought this down here at four, we sold it up here at 10. And then we bought it down here at five and we sold it at eight, eight or nine again. I mean, you're doing really well. The button hook hasn't started. I talk about button hooks all the time on this algorithm. It hasn't started yet. Um, so I, I don't know that you're necessarily, I wouldn't put money into it. But if, you, if, you're, if you're like me 
and you don't like the fees that are associated with buying crypto, uh, and also uh, your keys, your coin, that is the key. Do not keep your Bitcoin online. Do not keep it in Coinbase. Do not keep it in FTX. Do not keep it in one of these brokerages. Your keys, your coin, keep it in dry storage, which means downloading those keys to a, a thumb drive. If you don't understand that stuff, do not get into crypto. Stick with GBTC. Stick with Mara. Do not d- d- try the other things. Do not try that. Um, but that, that podcast is an open eye uh, into, okay, how is this going to happen? What's going to happen? Blah, blah, blah. But Pompliano and, and Bellagi, Pompliano just has a really good way of putting it. Uh, and explaining everything. So I, I, I like, I really like the bot, the podcast. Um, what else could you invest in? Well, Coinbase. If Bitcoin goes to a million dollars, Coinbase is 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 gonna be, uh, you know, this is gonna be back to a four hundred dollar stock. Um, Coinbase yesterday. Uh, I'm looking for my note. It was integrated into the Brazilian payment system. Uh, they have a target. Uh, there was some, I couldn't find it in, uh, in Finviz, but there was somebody and I, I didn't catch it. I just heard this and I read it and I, I wrote my note out, but I didn't put down who they gave it a $225 price target. The average target price is 65. You're trading at 83 right now. It's just because they haven't, um, put out new price targets. I mean, these guys, you know, they upped it a little bit. This was when it was trading February 22nd at about $30. I mean, we can look at February 22nd where it was trading. Um, February 22nd is right here. That is right after earnings. It was trading at about 62. Uh, look at the price targets here. I mean, they're still down. The average price target is 65. Year to date, this is up 137%. But over one year, you're down 54%. Your 52-week high is 206. Your 52-week low is 31. You're 166% above that 52-week low. You are not making money. It is expected to lose 181% this year. Uh, Next year, it is expected to grow by 66. So you're really paying for the growth. Now, when we look at insider buyings, Brian Armstrong has been selling like crazy. So it's not a, a, a crazy thing to think. That 57, 66, I mean, he's selling, this is, you know, essentially dog feed for him, $2 million, $1 million. It's not a lot of money, but is it, it is an indication uh, that they, they're selling um, in order to kind of, you know, hey, it's a little bit high. Maybe it's been on a good, a good run. This is all March, March 1st, 13th, 17th, and, and 20th. It's not crazy amounts. Um, but it's enough to kind of put it in my mind. Hey, uh, I think we've run, but if you want to invest in Bitcoin, I think Coinbase is a good one. I think Mara is a good one. You can do GPTC. You can also just Ethereum, E-T-H-E. This one I think runs a little bit closer, uh, than the GBTC, um, divergence. Uh, and if you want to Google that, you can just GBTC does not trade with Bitcoin. Um, it does not have the volatility that Bitcoin does. There's a disparity in, in the, the way it trades. Uh, they're going for an ETF, whatever. Uh, but uh, let me take you back in time. Uh, back in time uh, when uh, GameStop was going crazy. Well, you know what? 
GameStop is up 50%. Well, it was up 50%. It's up 36%. It has opened uh, a high uh, level of um, uh, volume, huge, huge volume compared to where it was. Uh, your candlestick, uh, just in the last seven minutes, you have a 10% period. Uh, you opened at, uh, let's see, you opened at, do, 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 I got to get back to the candle. You opened at 2660. Uh, your high was 27. So it only went up 40 cents. Your low is 2393. You're trading at 2324. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, but they had their first positive quarter. You can see losing 35%, losing 31%. They made 16 cents. The RSI is crazy. I would not touch this one. This is not a short squeeze. This is absolutely people buying because they made money. Um, that is 100% it. Uh, they made money. This might be people getting out of their shorts, uh, selling their shorts uh, because they made money. But I probably wouldn't trade this one. I wouldn't expect this to go back to 400 the way that it did. I just think that since they made money, some of the shorts have to get out. Um, they're holding. I mean, AMC is kind of up just in, um, in the same disparity. You don't have the great kind of uh, candle. This is only a 4% candle. You opened at 473. Um, you're down at 455. Again, it's kind of the meme stuff, but it's not as crazy as it was 2021. Now, FRC. Let's talk about FRC. This is First Republic. It's, it's rumored to be going broke. Um, you know, bank run, blah, blah, blah. JP Morgan has been, uh, and Jamie Dimon have been looking at this one, trying to interject capital into it. Uh, FRC did get $30 billion or something from the largest banks of deposits to backstop their deposits. Uh, this one had crazy, crazy candles yesterday. Uh, this first candle uh, is, oh God, and I'm going to have to move this down. There we go. Uh, this first candle yesterday morning was a 19.11%. It's high was 1944. It's low was 14.66. The second candle uh, was a 15% high of 1916, low of 15.17. I tell people if you can get this in the 14s, it's a 14.82 right now. I think if you can get it in the 15s, at some point you'll have it back in the 20s. You just have to realize this is just as likely to go to 20 as it is to 7. Um, this is 100% risk. I don't think that there's, uh, you know, the, the, the gap here between 49 and 72, I don't think that's realistic. Um, but if they come out of this and they are still a, a, a solid bank, I think you're looking at a $20 stock. Uh, you know, yesterday was, was key. Yesterday, the high was 1944. And that was in the morning when JP Morgan was expected. The other thing that you have that, that may come out of this uh, is they may also distribute stock. My personal opinion, if they wind up distributing stock and, and, and basically just taking the legs out from under the current stockholders, which if they get taken over by the FDIC, we saw it in SVB, you get zero as a stockholder. Uh, so if they get taken over by the FDIC, just understand you get zero. But if they issue more stock, that's kind of the white flag. I'd get out at whatever price I could. Because again, if they get taken over by the FDIC, it's zero. It's just zero. Um, Sedge, we talked about Sedge a lot. This is solar energy. 
this one went nuts yesterday. Uh, end phase was inc- uh, upgraded, so that one went a little crazy as well. This one, a 5% candle yesterday. I say anything under 300. I think you can run this to 330 on a regular basis. Um, it is expensive. Uh, Sedge is a crazy, crazy expensive stock. The PE is 178. You are up 4% year to date. Your performance for one year is down 5%. Your 52-week high is 375. You are a little bit higher than than halfway because your 52-week low is 190. uh, And that was set back here in October during the October lows. Uh, But this is one that I regularly have traded under 300 to over 300. So right now, uh, it does the algorithm doesn't have you in as a buy. There is still this gap down here at 252 uh, to about 258. It almost covered it, but it didn't quite cover it. That's how I know it's coming back down. Uh, but you're right at the 200-day. So uh, we, we talked about Enphase as well. Enphase had an upgrade yesterday, and it was going a little bit nuts. You can see this move uh, from down here about 180 to about 210. Uh, Enphase has a cross-up. We'll go over this in our scans. Enphase has a cross-up, 207.65. So uh, let's talk about DSP. We were talking about FRC, but DPST. Uh, DPST, I said, if you can get it under uh, $9, I think it's a good buy. $8.90 is the buy in the algorithm. Um, I would rather trade this on the 65-minute algorithm. And the 65-minute algorithm, which will run... Uh, right now has you in at do, do, about $8.91 as well. So you're trading right at the price where the uh, both algorithms tell you to get in. Um, I, I looked at this yesterday. I think you could, again, I'd be a little bit wary of Powell. Uh, my notes that I, I wrote down, Powell could come out with some news on the banks that could cause a run. If he says, uh, or if they go to zero, uh, like I said, I think there's some some questions about banks and specifically regional banks. And this is a three times uh, ETF. So this one will move quick. Uh, just realize you're, you're putting your money in. I don't care if you put a little bit of money in. Uh, but again, it's, it's, it's an interesting one. Your, your MACD is super, super low. It's crossed up $8.90. It's where you're trading today. Uh, I do think that this gap between 1110 and 1196, when we get back to some type of healthy thing, I think that's where it is. Uh, I did not make, by the way, enough of a big deal of Schwab's cross up yesterday at 59, uh, I, at 5717. That's about where you're trading now. We just looked at Schwab. Somebody asked, uh, I think it was Brian asked me about Foot Locker. Um, and I was trying to show him, hey, the, the difference between where I think to buy into a stock versus where I think you could, pro- you're not really putting, you know, Foot Locker CEO was on Kramer last night. He was kissing her ass. She's a great CEO. And I think she's done great things with the stock. But when we looked at Foot Locker, there were no insider buys. When I look at Schwab, even though it's down 28% year to date, you can see March 13th upgrade, $75 target from Citigroup. Credit Suites, uh, March 15th, upgrade, um, $67.50. They're trading at 59. I don't care if they even go up to you know, 67. You're still making money. This, in my mind, when you look at all of these insider buys um, from March 14th, 15th, 16th, and 17th, 
They're spending their own money. Uh, this, uh, Will, Walter Bettinger, co-chairman and CEO, $3 million bucks. Director, Stephen Ellis, $3 million bucks. Doesn't matter um, that they, uh, you know, the, these guys, you know, they have millions of dollars and $2 million bucks doesn't mean that big of a deal. You want to talk about having confidence in your own stock? Yeah. Look at the CEO buying back here. Millions of dollars back in April of last year. Uh, what, six, seven, eight million dollars worth of stock at $68. 68. He's dollar cost averaging himself. Um, he believes in the stock and he believes in the company. He's got a lot of money in this company. So where do I want to put my money? Foot Locker or this one? Um, even Brian said he's never stepped foot in a Foot Locker. You know, I actually thought about going to Charles Schwab. The only reason I did not go to Charles Schwab is because Fidelity offered me a better deal. That's it. That was the only reason. Schwab is a great, great company. Um, I think that's good. Uh, Netflix. I, I talk about Netflix being under 300 and, and you want to buy it. Uh, again, the, the buy on the algorithm was 301. It looked like it was going up. It used the 200-day as its resistance level. Um, it's expensive. Make no doubt about it. It is an expensive stock. I think under 300, it's good. Let's take a look at Netflix versus um, uh, WBD, which is Warner Brothers, which had a cross-up yesterday. We talked about it. Uh, this is a Warren Buffett stock. He likes this stock. Uh, $14.26. You're at $15 today. Um, this was the cross-up on March 20th, which was Monday. Sorry, it was Monday's cross-up. Um, their earnings are coming not until April 24th. So you really don't have any catalysts per se. Um, and it's above the 200 day. Uh, let's take a look, take a look at another streamer, Paramount, P-A-R-A. Um, this is a Jim Labenthal favorite. Uh, I think he's got this one. 1972 was the buy-in. You're at 2112. I mean, this one just dipped below the 200 day right before the dividend payout. Uh, and it's got a good dividend. But let's take a look at some of the uh, some of the the fundamentals. PE on Netflix thirty three, uh, forward PE of twenty one. You're up three percent year to date. You're over one year. You're down eighteen percent. Your target price, your average target price is three fifty seven. Uh, let's take take a look at Warner Brothers. These guys are not making money, mind you. Netflix is the only one of these three that's actually making money. Your forward PE on Warner Brothers is 15. This is an expensive, expensive business to be in. Performance year to date, you're up 58%. 58%. Remember, Netflix was only up 3%. Uh, performance for one year, though, you're down 42%. This is what Netflix has gone through, where they were way down. They got way back up, blah, 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 the whole thing. Your average target price is 21 you're trading at $15. Paramount, uh, P-A-R-A. Um, when we look at Paramount, forward PE, or their PE is 20, so they are making money. Uh, forward PE is 12. I think that's because Viacom is kind of wrapped into this one. Dividend, 4.52%. Year to date, you're up 26%. Over one year, you're down 41. Your average target price is 20.98. You're at 21. So let's look at some insider buys. This one, you know, downgrades all the way through 2022 um, for Paramount, Paramount Global. Um, I'm just seeing options exercises. That's all I'm seeing. There's one buy way back in May 17th of last year for $20 million. Uh, National Amusements, I think that's where they bought out um, Cherry Redstone. 
um, but they bought $20 million. Uh, they bought it at $32.37. Uh, imagine buying $20 million at $32.37 and then seeing the stock at 15. Uh, your, your $20 million is now worth 10. That's what National Amusements was uh, with Paramount. WBD, let's look at their insider. Any insider stuff here, you can see there's upgrades in January and in March. Um, you can see oh, it's all buys. All buys. Last year, April, uh, May, August, all buys. All insider buys. So WBD, let's look at Netflix. Uh, Netflix, which again is kind of the king of streamers, hasn't done really that well. Uh, January 2023, everybody reiterated their average target price again, 357. That's 20% from where you are. Options, exercise, and sale. So, in my mind, from a fundamental standpoint, WBD is your winner. And WBD also is a buy in the algorithm at 14.99 I think it was uh 14.26 and you're trading at 15. I think if you get this in the 14s, I think you're good. Um you've got this gap right here that goes up to 17. So if you get this in the 14s, you got 20% to cover that gap. And it's not out of the realm of possibility that you cover that gap. The algorithm loses you 53% on this over 2 years. Uh, the algorithm of just buying and holding loses you 74%. Your average win is 12%. Now, if we were to look at WBD on a 65-minute candle, um, you're, you're buying is 14.58 and you're trading at 15. This one over 1,000 candles. Again, that's eight months in a 65-minute uh, window. Eight months, you're up 13% if you buy and, and sell every time that it tells you to. Uh, you're uh, buying and holding this stock, you're up 4%. So the 65-minute window, I think that's the best one to buy um, if you think that this stock is going to grow. And I kind of do. I think these, these guys are in the early stages. Uh, Zaslov, who is their CEO, I think he's done amazing things. Um, I think he's just, you know, he, he's done things really well. So... Uh, those are my look at Netflix. Netflix, I would still buy under 300. Uh, I think that's a good long-term buy and hold. I just think Warner Brothers Discovery, I like HBO. I really do. If I had to pick a one streaming service to actually have in my house, it's Netflix. The second is uh, HBO. And those are the two that I would absolutely... Now, I pay for Netflix. I do not pay for HBO. I have AT&T service at my house, so I get HBO for free. Simple as that. Um, but let's look at some scans. Uh, Exxon. Uh, oil is going down because there's news about uh, maybe the Biden administration has been refilling some of the reserves uh, and that we have enough. So Exxon... Uh, hasn't been um, a, a great, well, oil has been kind of a, a you know, wishy-washy. I think, let's look at the homepage of uh, Finviz to see where crude oil is. Crude oil, down 0.4% at 69.39. Natural gas, by the way, is down 2%, so we can look at boil and stuff like that. But Exxon in the four-hour algorithm has a cross-up here, and it is a buy at 106.66. It's up there. I mean, you know, if you want to buy it and hold it again, I think you're fine. I, I personally have this one. The dividend's good. I, I, I like the way they run things. I'm fine with it. 
QCLN. Again, these are the core portfolios that we're looking at. QCLN, buy-in at $50.70. Yeah, you just had the death cross right here um, at March 15th. Uh, It has not spent a lot of days above the 200-day. So this is one, this is a clean energy ETF that I personally own. uh, And it is in the core portfolio because it has done well. Uh, I just like to buy and hold it. Morgan Stanley, MS, had, and I'm not going to go over all of these charts, but in the core portfolio, I do think it's important. Uh, Morgan Stanley, 88.98 is the buy-in. You're below that right now today. Um, The 50-day is moving down. If we are going into a banking crisis, this is probably expensive. Uh, Your boy owns this one in the $90 range, average purchase price. Um, I like Morgan Stanley. It pays a decent dividend, nothing crazy. But let's see, Morgan Stanley pays a 3.49%. Their PE is 14. You know, if, if you want a decent dividend, you want a lower PE. Bank of America pays 3% at an 8 PE. Um, you can look at Citigroup, which has an even worse PE at 6, 4.53% um, dividend. So I, I think it's important to own some of these banks. Speaking of banks, Wells Fargo. Uh, your boy holds this one at about $40. The cross-up with the button hook that's starting um, is happening right here around 38 I do own this one. Um, I bought this one before, uh, right around the last earnings. Its PE is 12 so it is a bit expensive. It's trading at $38.33, um, so it's less than where I bought it. Um, I'm holding it for a long-term uh, long-term. Uh, hold. I do hold it in my brokerage account, so I'm going to probably wait for uh, for uh, one year at least. And I think I bought it somewhere in this neighborhood back here, about $40 in October, if I remember correctly. Uh, so I'll hold it for one year. It's got a decent dividend of uh, 3.12. And Trendspider is kind of messing up a little bit. Uh, okay, the, the Trendspider, I got it reloaded. 38.63 is the buy-in for Wells Fargo. PXD, your boy owns this one at 208, I think I bought it in. Uh, it's at 193. I got the dividend. I'm holding it. I'm probably going to add more to it right now. 193.98 uh, is where it's trading. 193.53 is the buy-in. I'll probably just buy a little bit more. I, I like this stock. It's got a good dividend. Uh, let's see, 11% dividend, I think it is. 13.94. So, uh, you know, again, energy stocks pay out their shareholders. Devon Energy, your boy holds this one with an average purchase price. I think around 53 or 54 to 48.63 is the buy-in. 48.92 is where you're at. Uh, Today, it's down a little bit. Uh, It's got this gap here between 47 and 48. Um, It's it's gap down. It's covered that gap. It hasn't covered it completely because it kind of gapped up here. Uh, yesterday, but the MACD is down. For me, this is a buy and hold. I think yesterday, I think I may have been lying because I realized yesterday, I think, that this is in my retirement account. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, Devin. SPG, Simon Property Group. If you guys go to outlet malls like I do, I mean, Simon Property Group just makes sense. 109.18 is the buy-in. It's at 107.16. Again, I don't think I'm necessarily starting a, uh, a position in this one on today, but maybe this afternoon I might. 
Uh, Cleveland Cliffs, my average purchase price on this one is 20 bucks, $20.50, somewhere around there. $18.39. You're trading below this at $18.30. Uh, I am probably going to buy into this one thinking that, again, I think it's a $30 stock. I'm at a dollar cost average this one. I'm just going to get in. What worries me a little bit about this chart is that the 50-day is moving down. Um, and typically when the 50-day moves down, it doesn't stop. You can see this move down doesn't stop. This move down doesn't stop. It just kind of moves. And, and you've got to wait for the 50-day to be in a positive territory uh, in order for uh, the stock to actually make a move. You can see once the 50-day gets into a positive territory, it starts to make a move. So I may wait for the 50-day because I'm not necessarily in a hurry to buy this one. If it continues down to 16 and covers this gap, then I'm in a better position. But 1839, if that 50-day starts to move a little bit more positive, I'm in. Uh, oil, I am just going to list. All, down below are all of the names in oil that, that crossed up. Just too much to go over right now. I'm sure there's good charts in there, but I want you to do your own. I want to keep this to under an hour. Uh, some of the triple-levered ETFs or double-levered ETFs, FAS, which is financial, uh, three times bull. 5706 was the buy-in. It's at 5687. So if you think Powell today is going to just do a quarter point, we're going to be good. And you think Bellagio is just full of crap with uh, Bitcoin going a million bucks in 90 days. Yeah, buy FAS. It's three times. Just have a good stop loss on it. Um, if you think volatility has gone the way of, uh, you know, just goodbye, then SVXY is your pick, SVIXI. Uh, this is a short VIX, short-term futures. 61.19 is the buy-in. It's trading at 61.90 right now. Um, this one has gotten all the way up to 67. Um, I think the VIX, let's see where the VIX is. The VIX is at 20. So it could go to 17. We just haven't seen volatility the way that we have in the past. Um, so SVIXI is one. Uh, of the Vanguard ETFs, VSS is one that crossed up. Uh, and this one crossed up at a wait for a trend spider to kind of act. VSS, uh, 105.97 is the cross up. Uh, if I go down XLI, XLF, XLE, XLB, I can look at these. Uh, they all crossed up, and we went over all of these yesterday that I thought some of the ones that didn't have a cross-up were going to have a cross-up. XLI, which is industrials, 98.68 is the cross-up. XLF had a cross-up, which again is a bullish sign for the financials. Uh, 31.95 was the cross-up. You do have this gap up here between 31.31 and 31.71, just because you gapped up yesterday. Um, but XLF. A cross up. XLE, I talked about energy. Energy yesterday went a little bit crazy. You gapped up here. Uh, $80.40 is the buy in. You're trading at under 80. I think 80 is kind of a sweet spot for this one. You do have this cap down here between 72 and 74. Uh, as it strings its way out, I don't know that it necessarily matters, but you do have the death cross here. If we look at XLE on the daily, uh, I don't think the death cross has happened. No, it hasn't happened. The 50-day has not crossed under the 200-day. You just went under the 200-day. When's the last time on the daily you were under the 200-day? The lows in October. 
back in September and October, uh, back in the lows of July, uh, and XLE, uh, if we go back to COVID, I think that was the last time you were in um, under the 200-day. So yeah, XLE. And then finally, materials, XLB. This is the material sector. I think this is where uh, Cleveland Cliffs is. Um, but you had a cross up here at 74.44, which again, kind of, you're just getting the 50-day, uh, which will probably have a death cross. And you have a MACD cross up. So I don't know which one. Uh, we had a ton. When you get into the Dow, when you get into uh, the NASDAQ 100, they are all down below. I'm going to stop this soon because I got to upload this. Uh, but I'm going to stop this soon. All of the uh, cross-ups are listed down below. General Motors, 3522. Uh, the only thing worthwhile in General Motors is the cruise division. It's the only thing worth money. That's it. General Motors is a disaster. They've declared bankruptcy more than Donald Trump. Um, yeah. So Cat, Caterpillar, we talked about Caterpillar being back here in the 270s. I think I bought it at 264, somewhere in that neighborhood. To 225.15 is the cross up. You're trading at 214. It's an expensive stock. Make no mistake about it. Uh, its PE is 17. Uh, it is expensive for an industrial. Uh, year to date, it's down 6%. Over one year, you're up 0.21. You have a 2% dividend on it. It's not a bad stock. It's just one that, you know, Kind of probably when it gets under the 200-day, you want to buy it. And when I'm talking about the 200-day, I'm talking on the daily. And you're right at the 200-day. And look at what it's done when it gets to the 200-day, under the 200-day. It has continued to go down, but you're safe, you know, dollar cost averaging when you're under the 200-day. Uh, another industrial deer. Uh, this is an agriculture kind of play. Um, the the cross-up is at 402.97. Um, you had just had the death cross on this one. You know, dollar cost average your way. I talk about this all the time in Mexico. I guess um, I listened to my podcast yesterday, Carvana ad play. Um, but you know, some of our uh, the, the Mexican listeners have told me that Melly is a a big uh, advertiser. Um, I think south of the border, South America, and things like that. You guys may hear Melly. Melly is huge. This is the Amazon of the uh, of South America. This is a, a company that has had tremendous growth. It's in an ascending triangle. You can see it right here. $1,219.29 is the buy-in. You're trading at $12.13 right now. It is expensive. It is up there. Uh, let's look at some of the, uh, the, the PE is 127. Doesn't have a dividend. Year to date, it's up 43%. Over one year, it's up 5%. Your average target price is fourteen oh six. Um, your your fifty two week high is twelve seventy five. So you're trading right in the fifty two week highs. I don't want to scare you from it because again, it's a growth stock. You can see two forty three, two fifty six, three twenty five per share. So it it definitely is growing, um, but it's gonna have to grow a lot to grow into that PE. Um, so those are the the Dow stocks, Honeywell. Um, we talk about Schlumberger is one, uh, SLB. Um, this is an energy one that sells software to the energy sector. It has dipped down enough that I think you can absolutely buy it. 48.14 is the buy. You're trading at 48.32. It has come down enough in price. This is a growing stock. It is expensive as well. 
uh, SLB, its PE is 20. In energy stock, that is crazy expensive. Year to date, it's down 10%. Over one year, you're up 17%. Its average target price is 64. You're getting it at 48. So uh, that's one that I like. Honeywell is very similar. Let's look at some of the, uh, the, the, P, the fundamentals of Honeywell. PE is 26. It's got a 2% dividend. Year to date, you're down 10%. Over one year, you're down 1%. Its average target price is 218. You're up at 190. Personally, I like SLB over Honeywell, but both of them, they kind of trade in tangents and both of them had cross-ups. Uh, Honeywell's is at 189.97. You had this death cross. Typically, when it gets under that 200-day, doesn't stay there very long. Uh, it kind of just you know moves up, moves out. So uh, 189.97 uh, is the buy-in here. So take a look at some of these other names down here, COP, um, you know, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan had a cross-up, MetLife, uh, Citigroup. So if you have TrendSpider, use my algorithm. Uh, I've got two, other, two people that I've got to get back to. I'm just waiting for word from uh, TrendSpider that you're over on my thing before I send you the... Uh, over on my account before I send you my algorithm. But if you're interested in getting these charts and understanding um, and, and just looking at the charts, getting the entry and exits like I do, like you see on the screen with me, sign up for TrendSpider. Um, uh, you know, the link is down below. DSP25 saves you 25% off the yearly price. Uh, you can sign up for monthly if you don't want to go yearly. Uh, it is a fantastic, fan and they're always adding stuff. I was on YouTube this morning. They added a right bar here with your watch list, your alerts, news, analysts, predictions, uh, seasonality, notes, uh, insiders. You can add notes on, on, on stocks and just keep a list of notes. Like, you know, say, for instance, the insider buys from uh, Schwab that I know. Well, a year from now, am I going to remember that? No, I'll put it in notes and then I go there and do it, look at it. You can have bots, trading bots to your sidebar. Um, you can add platform exploration to your sidebar. So you can, you know, the platform will kind of teach you. Um, it is a great, great program. Uh, Willie messaged me yesterday and thanked me for Visible. He signed up for Visible yesterday. The link is down below. Please use the link below. Do not go to pa past episodes and look for links. Use the most recent link. The reason is um, I wind up sharing my code with other people. So the way Visible works, the way they sponsor me is I can have 12 people and I get a year off. Uh, I get, you know, a year of $20 off. You get $20, I get $20. Um, that's the deal when you use the code below. It's a $30 unlimited plan on Verizon's network. Yes, you are uh, regulated kind of when you're in crowded groups. I have been with people who are paying $80, $90, $100 a month to Verizon for their unlimited plans. I am sitting next to them using Visible. And we get the same speed. Most of the time, I'm actually beating their speed on speed test. Um, so go to Visible, sign up with the code below. You get $20 off your first month. Uh, I get a nice 20 bucks, but use the code in the most current episode. The reason being is because I share my code. And if you're on Visible and you want me to share your code, once I'm done with some friends, maybe I'll share your code. Just ask. Just ask. It can't hurt to ask. I am completely friendly. Uh, I should not be intimidating whatsoever. Just ask. By the way, Boeing is close to under 200 again. So uh, your boy may be adding a couple of more shares. Um, uh, third sponsor, ID Shop. 
You guys need to start going to ID shop to see what they sell, see what they do. Uh, start talking to them on chat. Start talking to them about buying your printing supplies, about buying your badges. I saw MK, MKBHD yesterday at a Samsung event uh, holding a badge up. It was not an ID shop badge. I was pissed about that. I was like, you know, you need to use ID shop for that stuff. Uh, so I wrote to Samsung. I said, you need to go to ID shop. Uh, I don't have any context at Samsung. By the way, FRC is trading up at 16. So anybody that bought at 14 or 15, yeah, you're making some money. Uh, good, good deal on that one. Uh, let me know if you have any questions. The links are all down below. Join our Facebook group. Join, join me on YouTube Live. I show all the charts. Uh, and remember, if you're on YouTube, just hit subscribe. If you don't, if you listen to this, and you're getting all my free stock picks. One, you could tip me, which is great. I completely uh, you know, accept the tips. Or two, just go over to YouTube and subscribe. I don't care if you ever watch me on YouTube. If you're listening to this in your car, just do that. Just go and subscribe on YouTube. Okay, I'm keeping it under 45 minutes. You guys have a great day. I'll talk to you later.